today's episode, I have the beautiful um, Jordana Phillips, who is a woman of many hats. Um, She is a human design expert, a fashion designer, and a mother, and she also has a full-time job as well. So today we talk all about human design and how you can harness your own sign when it comes to better understanding yourself, and not only when it comes to your food and your body, but also how you are as a person so when it comes to working and really utilizing your energy in the best way possible uh jordana is definitely one straightforward talking canadian who is incredibly knowledgeable when it comes to harnessing your human design to understand your mind body and soul and so i really hope you enjoyed today's episode um if you need any more information i put in her details into the show notes and yeah sit back relax and enjoy today. Hey, girl. Hi. <laughs> I love how I put like a Canadian accent on when I. I know. <laughs> it's like that does not sound like you. It does not sound... <laughs> Hello, darling. Hello. There it is. <laughs> Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Are this you? is so exciting. Are you excited? Yeah. Last night, Jordana sent me a message being like, I have all these things to prep. And I was like, don't. Yeah, no. So I'm glad you didn't. Yeah, no. I was going to bring notes. That's Did really embarrassing. You? Yeah, no, I didn't. I love you. I know. Right? <laughs> okay, it's part of my design that I like to be overprepared. So, okay. you know. Okay. Stick to it. Well, you should have honored that then. I did. And I did get into a couple rabbit holes. And then I was like, oh. God, can I swear? Yeah. Okay, great. I was like, oh fuck. I don't think <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't think anybody's gonna understand any of this anyways. So we're gonna keep it high level. But it was just for my understanding. Oh, okay. Just to make me feel better. A little refresh. Okay. You know? And how do you feel about that? Good. So good. <laughs> I like, yeah. I go on in rabbit holes all the time, but that was fine. Oh, great. <laughs> so exciting. Oh my god. Okay, wow. This is Jordana. I'll let Jordana introduce herself because we met in quite a different scenario <laughs> to what you're going to talk about today. Totally. Um, but yeah, I'd really like to know about how you got into human design, what it is. I still don't really know what it is. Mm-hmm. So it'd be great to understand and also it'd be, understand, it'd be good to understand how like someone can incorporate in their day-to-day life as yeah. well. Um, yeah, let's just yeah. start off with you. Awesome. Okay, so me. So I'm Jordana. Um, I have been in Sydney, Australia for like four years now, which is amazing. You don't um, sound it though. No, really? I don't sound Aussie at all? No. No, I know. It's very Canadian. I'm Canadian, <laughs> not American, guys. Just FYI. Um, <laughs> honestly, I moved over here because have you? if you've ever been to Canada, you know that you wear basically a glorified sleeping bag outside. Like it's just like you're in a parka oh. for like, I don't know, eight months of the year and that's not cool. So... Yeah, needed to move to a warmer place. My parents are from South America originally, and that like those jeans are strong. They so are strong. I just I needed some sun, so hopped on over to Sydney. Um, and then how I found human design—that's like a whole other can of worms. So I do lots of different things. So I work at a corporate job, and that's honestly how I met Lucy. Um, and. I also have always been really into fashion and sustainability. So I started my own fashion line. Um, and then 
some point during COVID to be, I'd heard about human design like a couple years ago. And then honestly, when you pull up your chart, which you can do online very easily, it's like there's all these lines and these colors and it's like, what the fuck is this? And what does this mean? And how is it relevant? And then when you Google stuff on it, you're like, oh, I don't really get it. So I put it to the side. And then COVID hit and I was like, oh, like kind of feeling funky. I have a toddler and I was like, oh shit, I can't get back and see my parents. My It's only my partner and I out here. Like we don't really have grandparents or family support. So it's really just us doing most of the caring. Um, so that was really crap when COVID hit because we're kind of trapped in Australia, which is a really awesome place to be trapped <laughs> in COVID relatively. So good. <laughs> so good. Um, and I just... I got really anxious like I had a new job I had this toddler full-time I had like I was just really lost and I got this ping of like I just started a new job and it was like yeah you're good what's next I was like what the fuck do you mean what's next <laughs> like this intuitive voice was like you're done with this job like what's next I was like that's not normal society doesn't expect that of me you can't quit a job after three months of just starting so I just like I sunk into a really deep like hole of anxiety and like kind of bit of a depression honestly I called a psychiatrist and one of them was like I'm a master's in stress and I can tell you that you're stressed (laughs) and with your personality you'll be on Prozac and it'll sort you out and I was like fuck you thanks darling thanks did you do it oh my god no I didn't get on Prozac I was like fuck (laughs) this there's definitely like some sort of spiritual solution that can like fuck me up and figure it out (laughs) So, and then what popped back up was human design. And I was like, okay. Yeah. It just like, it randomly popped up out of the blue. I clicked on it. I didn't think anything of it. Put it down for another month. And then it p- kept popping back in and people kept talking to me about human design. And I was like, okay, universe, I hear you. There's something fucking here. Mm-hmm. Let me buy a video of just the basic. So in human design, there's five energy types. And that's like the base, most basic thing that you can know about yourself. It's also really important. Um, so I was like, right, let me buy a, visi- a video about my energy type. And I did. And I was like, oh, I'm not fucked up. I'm designed this way. Fucked <laughs> up. Honestly, it was just like the most liberating thing ever because of my energy type. My energy type is so capable and so random and can master things really easily and move really quickly and move on really quickly. And I've always done that throughout my life. Like it is normal for me to start things and stop things and start things and see some things through and quit things and then go back to something that I did three years ago. That is so my type and that's okay. And hearing somebody else say that gave me permission to feel okay with how I naturally am. And then I was like, oh my God, everybody needs to know this. Why does nobody know this? So my personality is just when I dive in, I dive straight off a cliff. So I went straight into reader training, got like three human design readings from different people because I wanted to know everything. Yeah, I needed to know everything. Okay. So how did you find out? How do people find out their human design? Yeah. So you can find out online. Um, You can go, my favorite one um, is myhumandesign.com. So you need your birth date your birth time and your birth place. Okay. And that can tell you, it pulls up a chart, which is essentially just a bunch of like colored shapes and some lines and some astrology symbols. Uh, but yeah, it, it can really tell you a lot about yourself. So what human design is, it's essentially a map 
of who you are and who you incarnated to be. All the gifts and the mm. skills and talents that you came with for this life and for this go around. And what we're really reading in human design is we're reading who you inherently are at your core. Mm. Um, and then we're trying to decipher, so okay, so you came as this person and then where are you now? Because obviously in society, like you have, you go to school, you have well-meaning parents, like there's so many things that happen um, and you can get conditioned kind mm. of away from who you naturally came here to be. So it's a process of uncovering and deconditioning back to your true and authentic self. Wow. Yeah. So then what point did you, okay, sorry, so to go back again. So then you saw three readings. Mm-hmm. And I find it funny that you said you needed permission for it as well. Mm-hmm. You don't have needed permission to be like, okay, I'm okay. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Yeah. That you felt that. Totally. Yeah. Because of the five main energy types, there's mm-hmm. really like there's one that's predominant that's like the majority of society. They're like What's that? they're generators. So there's five different energy types. So there's manifestors, there's generators, there's manifesting generators, and then there's projectors and reflectors. So those are the five like overarching buckets, but there's actually over 3 billion combinations of what you could be as as a human design. So it's maybe like of the 7 billion people on this planet, there's like maybe you and like one other person somewhere on this planet who has the same exact same design. Wow. So it is like an art and a science of differentiation. So it's not your average personality test. It is here is how you were designed specifically to be you and to have the most successful go this time around. This time around. This time around. I mean, until you until you go back up and come back down and try to figure it all out again. And then you're a new human design. Exactly. Because it happens at the time of birth. Mm. So um, yeah, when you're incarnated, there's like two imprintations. You get um, imprinted with subatomic particles. Oh. Totally. So it's like 88 and 89 days before you were born as and then when you're born and when you separate from your mother. Oh my god. Yeah. So how have you found it's really helped you in your day-to-day life understand your human design? Yeah. So honestly, first permission. I for some reason needed permission yeah. to be okay with changing my mind and moving a lot quicker than other people. Mm. Um and because Really, if you think about it, society values completion and finishing things. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Why is that? I have no fucking idea. Because like, I don't know, the majority of people are generators and they're actually like really calm and focused and they can do something from A to B to C to D. Manifesting generators are like A to Z to Y to C to D. Like That's what I'm like as well. All over the shop. So it's really quite tough Mm. Um, especially I think it's so powerful also for parents to figure out what their kids are because then manifestors for example they are like the fire starters they are really big initiating energy they can start stuff and how their aura works it will like move people and obstacles out of the way so that they can do that thing that they have the urge to do Imagine being a manifester parent and your fucking child wants to go for something that's like that you don't want them to do. That's tough. Is that what you have? 
No, no, okay. no. She's, I'm a manifesting generator and my daughter's also a manifesting generator. So okay. that works out really well because I'm like, oh, you're going to be random as fuck, you poor thing. Um, she is so random. <laughs> she's so random. It's very cute, but random. But yeah, so it's just like, it's really empowering for you to, because knowledge is power. And the more that you know yourself, I think that's, it's like half the battle. We're all just here trying to figure out how we can be more of our true and authentic self. And human design is just a tool to help you get there. It's not the only tool, but it's one that's been so impactful for me. Really? Yeah. So say then you're in the position where you're going from A to Z to D to F, whatever. Mm -hmm. How do you then get something done going back to the completed side of things? Like, Yeah. So you can finish things, but yeah. with... So, for example, with generators and manifesting generators, because manifesting generators are actually a hybrid of that big initiating starting energy of manifestors and generators, that mm. consistent focused energy. So it's a little bit of a hybrid of the two. Um, you can get things done by following your joy. But you do have to be really like you have to be lit up by what you're doing. And if you are, were lit up by something but are no longer lit up by something, you've kind of got to start phasing that out. And obviously not once. Obviously, if I wake up in the morning and I'm like, I don't want to do this. Mm. That's going to be normal. Like there's on the journey to get to where you want to go, there's going to be days where you don't want to do mm. the next thing. It's just being, do you feel that way consistently? Yeah. Right? Because then maybe that's a signal to course correct and to try something else. Also, it's a really big lesson in faith and understanding that your path is unfolding and you're really manifesting generators. My type is we're here to find a new way of doing things. Mm. That's really why we incarnate on this planet because there's not just one way. You don't have to go from high school, get the university degree, start anyway. a corporate job. Totally. And I think we're seeing more and more of that, which is super empowering. Mm. Would you say then, do you think more of society now are manifesto generators so, than just generators? So it's, there's different splits. So about 9% of the population are manifestors. That's nothing. Yeah, it's a really small percentage. And historically, manifestors were like the queens and kings. And um, each energy type also has like a strategy of how they their energy communicates. So with a manifestor, they inform. And that's because they don't really have to ask for permission or wait for anything to do things. They just like tell people like, hey, Lucy, I'm going to go do this thing. Just letting you know, not to take your opinion on it, but just as a courtesy for other people so that they know what the fuck they're about to do. Even if you say no, manifestors are like, they should go and do it anyways. That's just like, that's their MO. They are like the the people who create. Yeah. The, yeah. Total fire starters. And then you have generators. And they are the big energy people, right? So they are, um, they have defined sacral centers. So if you think of like the chakra system, mm. your sacral is like that gut. And it, the generators are meant to follow joy. They have so much energy and the auras are open and enveloping. Maybe I'm not then. Maybe. It's just, you've got so much access to energy consistently, like life force energy. Oh. Not like bubbly energy because you can still be a generator and be introverted but you have like life force energy that will actually pull people and experiences towards you that really like as long as you're following your joy that's like the only prerequisite the strategy for a generator is to respond so you're responding life is always happening to you 
So you're responding to how you feel about it. Is there, if there's a situation, how do I feel about that? Does it bring me joy? Does it make me contract a little bit? Do I not like that? Should I follow that? Should I not? Wow. So you're responding to life and to how you feel about life. I feel like if you think about it, you could be so many different parts of each one. It gets so, and it, that's just like, that's literally the tip of the iceberg. Then there's like yeah. manifesting generators, which I talked about, and their <laughs> strategy is like, um, is both responding and initiating in various Ooh. amounts, depending on your chart. Um, and then there's projectors and projectors, that one's a little bit more complicated, but it's like, oh, projectors are, I think, 20% of the population. Um, and manifestors and manifesting generators make up like 80% of the population. So it's a really big group who are, have this like sacral energy and this joy. And then there's projectors who are a smaller percentage of the population. And they, um, they're, they're more of like the really good advisor people. Their energy is like perfecting and correcting things. Mm. The best analogy I ever heard was from my teacher who she was like, they're like the traffic report helicopters. They can see things like people and processes and they can find ways to make things better. Ah. So they skip like the red tape sort of things? Is it that type? So for example, their aura is like they'll try you on. So they can really understand like you they'll mm. like they'll kind of feel your aura so they can really understand things at a deep level to then make suggestions to correct it. Yeah, they're like, they're some powerful folks. And that's 20%. Yeah, that's about 20% of the population. Okay. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. So then in, I don't really know how, in, in the situation that you are in now, mm-hmm. how would you utilize your position in your human design? And how would you also understand the best way? Yeah, how would you understand the best way to use your design? Yeah. So definitely by following your strategy first and foremost, mm-hmm. and then your authority. So I think I talked about them for most of the type. So for projectors, for example, their strategy is to wait for an invitation or to wait to be invited into something, which sounds confusing as fuck. So how, what that looks like is like they can create containers, create businesses, um, create things And then really start to get recognized for those things. Get really good at something Mm -hmm. and just start kind of talking about it or doing that thing. And then eventually, if they're doing something that's in alignment with them, they're going to start getting recognized and they're going to get invited. They don't actually have to try for shit. Things are just going to pop up for them. That's the best. Um, Right? (laughs) I'm just like, I'm fucking jealous. (laughs) Who is that? Do you know anyone like that? Those are, I do, I do. I have a friend and she's like, that's so accurate because I've never actually, she's like, I've always been tapped on the shoulder for promotions at work. I've never actually put my hand up for one. So it's it's because she's living in her correctness. She keeps getting recognized for doing a fucking amazing job and just is moving on up. And then there's reflectors. Bless them. They are <laughs> like, they are the unicorns. They are 1% of society and they are completely open and they essentially reflect back the health of their community. So like if a, for example, so if a projector is in Bondi Beach, which is where we are now, if they are super lit up and excited, that means that the community around them is healthy. 
or who they surround themselves with. So that's why reflectors, you have to be so, so careful about who they surround themselves with because they'll pick up. They're completely open. If you look at their body graph, there's lots of white space. So yeah, they, they pick up on other people's energy and they're, um, yeah. So <laughs> they're like, so if you think about olden days, they would be like the gurus of society. That's why there's so few and far between. <laughs> crazy, This right? is mind-blowing. I know. I know. It's crazy. So, sorry, back to your question is like, so how do you use yeah. human design? You follow your strategy, which is like mm. your winning formula. So either initiating or responding or waiting for an invitation. And then your authority, which is essentially in human design, it blends together five different systems. So it also incorporates the chakra system. There's nine chakras in human design though. So your authority will let you know how you make decisions. So if you're following your strategy, for example, let's say you're a generator and you're responding to how you feel about life, you also then need to make decisions about, am I going to respond to that thing? Do I want to respond to that thing? And how does it make me feel? And depending on which energy center is defined for you will depend on if you can make instant decisions, if you have to wait our dear reflector friends in human design, it actually says to wait a full lunar cycle, which is 28 days, which is fucked up. Making any decision. That's what, look, that's what it says. <laughs> but also, that's not going to work because you're never going to buy a house. That's so, life. Right? You're not going to do anything. Totally. So it's just like, in that situation, it's like, how can I give myself grace mm. to change my fucking mind? Because after 28 days, your life could be completely different. So Yeah. Totally. What's your priority change? Totally. So that's like, those are rare cases, the 1%. But so understanding that the wisdom actually lives in the body, mm. not in the mind. Um, and really tapping into the body to make decisions. But then that's what it's here for. How do people tap into the body if they don't know? Where do they start? Yeah. So I would say probably pulling your human design chart. Mm. And it'll say, you can literally find this shit online. It'll say your your energy type which will then correspond with a strategy of like how your energy type interacts with life and it'll also say what your authority is so it will be for about 50 percent of the population it'll be emotional um and then there's sacral authority there's splenic there's so many different authorities so and depending on which authority you are it will inform how you should make decisions so for example if you are the 50% of the population with um, emotional authority, that means you're on an emotional wave all the time. Um, and you're just riding that wave. So some mornings you could just wake up and be like, this is the best fucking day ever. I'm going to go for a swim. I'm going to go for a walk. This is good. We are rolling. And then by noon, you'll be like, I'm just kind of bluesy and sad. And I'm just going to go into a cafe and maybe journal about my feelings. <laughs> And there's no rhyme or reason. It's wow. literally just you following like your cycle. So in that instance, if you can imagine, you don't want to make a decision when you're super fucking up and jumpy because then all of a sudden if something comes around and you're like, oh, I don't actually want to do that anymore. You have to wait and give it time to make decisions until you reach a point of clarity. So for I'm emotional, for example. So I'm I definitely sad as well. Oh my God, I'm moody as fuck. So I, I don't think you are moody as fuck at all. I don't think I've ever seen you in a bad mood. Really? 
Oh, it just depends. Not maybe not bad mood, but just like bluesy or just like a bit down or melancholy. And there's varying degrees, right? So, yeah, it just um, you just you wait until you're a bit more level headed to make decisions because then you obviously shouldn't make decisions when you're feeling like crap either. But if you're sacral authority, so that's like more of the gut feel and the energy and the life force, then you just ask yeah, your gut yes, no questions. Mm. Do I want to do this? Hmm. See, mm-hmm. like, mm and mm-mm. Well, those yes are sa- no. Yeah, those are sacral sounds, actually. So if you go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's, that's a sacral sound. Really? Yeah, or it can feel like an expansion or a contraction. So people with sacral authority, if you can't really feel the gut, like, yes, fuck yes or fuck no, then I'd say, look, what does your body do? If like you're thinking about a situation and you're all hunched up and curled over, that feels like a no. Or if you're like sitting proud and you just sat up a little bit straighter, Mm. maybe then that's a fuck yes. Wow. And does this vary between genders as well? Or is this the same? It it doesn't really, it doesn't matter what gender you are. It just depends on your design. And there's so many different variations, like there are billions of fucking lot. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very specific to the person can you, you can't change your design can you change your design no you're born with it yeah and all of the energy in the chart is beautiful and it's all in like a beautiful uh, like I, every time i look at a chart it's it's like magical because it's just different energy and we all have access to all of the energies it's just what's depending on what's activated within us that means that it's going to be consistent Wow. That you have consistent and reliable access to that energy. And everything that's white space, you can learn. Those are great opportunities to learn and to grow. So then if you're, say you get your human design back, which I don't know what mine is. I think I, I don't know. I've been through two. You need, yeah, we need your exact birth time. Yeah, I need to it's all right. what time I'll hook born. you up with a, we need your pendulum. But you can find out if anybody's <laughs> struggling with figuring out their birth time. There's a way to do it with a pendulum. What do you do? You ask it yes, no questions. <laughs> because your subconscious mind knows the answer. Right. So if you like make sure the pendulum has your energy on it. But then ask your subconscious mind yes, no questions. And mm-hmm. it'll answer like, then you go, was I born at 8 p.m.? Or was I born between, was I born after 8 p.m.? And yes, no. Was I born before? Was I born before a thirty? Was I born before a twenty? A ten? And that's how you kind of narrow it down. Okay. Is there any in betweens? Because I think I was born just before neighbors came on. That's why I'm upset. <laughs> like our neighbors was on when you. Like, is there any in between, like between five and seven, or it doesn't make a difference? I mean, we can pull a couple different charts yeah, yeah. and then only read the similarities. Mm. But if you want to get super granular and talk about things like. Um, like like, some charts honestly change by the minute, and some are pretty pretty similar for like an hour or two hours. So it really just depends. Okay, right. So say you get your human design, where do you start making changes? Where's the first place would you say to start making changes in your life from like a day to day? Your strategy. Okay. So for example, if you're a projector and you're trying to inform like mm-hmm. a manifester. And just tell people like, oh, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to do this. Well, because your energy, like because you can see shit so much clearer than, I don't know, like 80% of the population. And let's like see those patterns. Your energy, if you're informing, is going to come off as like really know-it-all and nobody asks for your opinion. 
So you're probably going to feel really blocked and really like shut out because that's not how your energy works. Yes, you do have a superpower. You can read things and you do know systems and processes and about people a lot better than the other person. But the other person has to be ready to receive that information, right? So that's why you go through the recognition piece and you wait to be invited. People will ask you for your opinion. That's totally an invitation. So it's about learning to use your energy correctly. That is like the number one first and foremost. And then I would say learning to make decisions from your authority. Mm. Just changing those two things will have a ripple effect in your whole entire life. And then you can go deeper. And then you can find out things about food and diet Mm. and um, the best, like are you a consistent eater or are you inconsistent? Do you like Mm. flexibility? But none of that other stuff matters until you have the foundations correct. It's just like being a surgeon. You can't skip med school and go straight to surgery. You wouldn't know where to cut. <laughs> well, then I. <laughs> Can you imagine if you could do that? Oh, my God. Fucking scary. It's terrifying. Yeah, shit. <laughs> um, okay. So then that brings us like gently on to like food and your body. Like mm-hmm. does it give you signs about your body, how to utilize your body, how to get to know your body better, I suppose? Yeah, so definitely there's different areas that you can dive into. And honestly, like when I went down the fucking rabbit hole, (laughs) there's a lot. There's a lot there. But I would say definitely sticking to strategy and authority, way to start. Mm -hmm. But then once you get comfortable with it um, and once you pull your human design chart, I do have a quick little hack that you can see if you are probably more into (laughs) meal prepping or like variety. So you'll be able to tell it'll be able to show you a lot of how your body was designed. Yeah. So of how like how you like to eat, to be honest, and what conditions and what environment suits you better. So if you look at a body graph, you'll see like the it'll be like an outline of a human and then you'll see four arrows on the top and your top left arrow depending on if it's pointing right or left will be able to tell you if you like consistency or if you like Ah. flexibility. So if it's pointing left, so think of anything pointing, any arrow pointing left as more left brain thinking. So that top left arrow is how you digest, but it's also, it's how you digest food and information. Oh my God. Yeah. So if you think about it, if it's pointing left, then it's a little bit more consistent. Right? So think of more like masculine energy. You need both. Everybody has both energies Mm -hmm. and both male and female energy in them. Masculine and feminine energy in them, rather. But yeah, so if it's pointing left, it's um, you like more consistency. And more consistency with how you digest information. More consistency with what you're eating. You can eat the same things. Meal prep will be really, really good for you. Um, And yeah, some people... Me, for example, I'm a left pointing arrow. I can eat the same thing every day. You know, you're telling me earlier, and I was oh like, my god, wow, mate. I know, right? I, I've been trying to eat organic, and I mm-hmm. eat like mushy porridge every single morning. And my <laughs> partner's like, "Fucking gross, bro! Like that's so gross." <laughs> I think it's delicious. But then I and I lived with somebody else, and we did her human design, and she's a right pointing arrow. She couldn't, for the fucking life of her eat the same thing every day she's like i get so sick of it even like the second day in so if you have a right um pointing arrow then you like more fluidity it's a bit more of that feminine Mm -hmm. energy and you like change and creativity and you would 
so you would learn in different ways, different concepts, a little bit more abstract. You'd pick up on the things like kind of between the lines. Um, and you'd like to eat a bit more flexibly. It's like to eat different things. Wow. Mix it up. Why aren't people taught this when they're born? Honestly, I don't know. Yeah. It was only, so, and the way it came about is like, it's kind of weird. This is where we get a bit hippie. Um, but he's good. I know, right? And it's so fucking weird. But it's it was channeled by a guy in the eighties, or channeled through a guy in the eighties. So he channeled a group of spirits who literally showed him this map. And the first time I heard th- it's called he's called Ra Uruhu. And, okay, we'll put that in the show notes. Oh my god, yeah. We'll spell that out. Crazy. But it's yeah. so it sounds really fucking nuts, and you're just like, okay, that just kind of puts a pin in the whole thing but then actually once you run your human design and you just try it mm. shocking it is shocking and life-changing and so accurate it's like it it almost can't not be true and we know that with every kind of spiritual principle science catches up to it after so like the 64 there's 64 gates in your chart and there's 64 genes and a gene there's like all of these crazy synchronicities so like I am a huge believer in human design and I really think that everybody should get to know it or at least all parents should get to know it for their kids' sake mm. so that they can help them grow and I don't know, maybe not make them feel like shit for not finishing things like me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? So if you have a kid and they don't want to finish something, like what, what do you just let it go? How does that work? I don't know. Well, like I'm, tr- I'm going through that experiment right mm-hmm. now. Like I... There's days definitely where I, I guess it's just a balance. Like, does your kid want to quit because it was a shit day? Or does your kid want to quit consistently for like a couple months? Then maybe start paying attention. Or do they just have like a bad session at XYZ, at piano lessons, let's say. If they're not lit up by piano anymore after a couple times, a couple weeks, a couple months, then you probably know it's time. But I mean, if it's just one bad session and they're lit straight back up, then maybe not. It's a tough one. Parenting, parenting's like a whole other ball game, but I guess just really listening and tuning into your child and honoring their design. It's really, really important. And knowledge is power. Mm. Knowing yourself first, yeah, I think is key. Know yourself, start living your design, and then you'll start to see the people around you start to come around. Or what are you doing? Yeah, why are you doing that? Yeah, what's happening? <laughs> you seem different. You seem better or lighter or xyz would you say it's hereditary as well because you and lily are the same design i honestly don't know no i don't know like i it depends on because it's like it's kind of like the portal that you choose your soul chooses to incarnate Mm. through right so depending on when they decide to come into form i don't know if that has anything to do with us being genetic or not i have no fucking idea yeah we just happen to be the same energy type and to have it's called an incarnation cross it's like the plot line of your life that you'll follow through anyways we have the exact same one too so it's really weird weird that's insane i know okay wow so then in that case would you suggest someone looks at it at any age in their life and they can readjust their lives or something very set that the younger you are the more you can be you know utilize it and make the most of it or you could you show your grandma tomorrow for example like and your grandma could start implementing it 
Because mm-hmm. there's this saying where it's like, past the age of 30, it's hard to like learn a new thing mm-hmm. or change a mindset or a skill. Would you say that is something that you could just adapt to as you're older or? Look, I think so. Mm. I think especially to, I listened to a podcast recently, I think the one you sent me by To Be Magnetic. Yeah. Um, just about how malleable somebody's brain is, right? Yes. So if you are an adult, if you're a 50 year old who's continued to learn, then your brain could be just as malleable as somebody who's 15. Mm. But if you've kind of been just fixed and dogmatic and have never tried Mm -hmm. to learn anything past the age of 30, then like, yeah, it'll probably be a bit harder Mm. for you. But I think anybody can change at any age if they want to. It's all just about belief, right? And having an appetite to do it. So I think it's any age is the best time to start learning about human design and I mean, any age is the best time to start learning more about yourself. Mm. The earlier, the better, I would say. But the best, the next best moment is right now. Yeah, because I'm thinking now, like I'm 30, like how I can apply the, the human design obviously into my habits and like patterns and behaviors that probably aren't necessarily that healthy. Mm. Like, would you, how would you say that can also help you in a, from a positive standpoint? Totally. Yeah. So I definitely, and as soon as you start, living in energetic alignment Mm. i think the rest of your world will start to shift and there's like there's so many different centers in human design like are you in the shadow side or are you fully embodied Mm. so traditionally they um in human design it's like it takes seven years to decondition from seven years oh my god that's insane but that was again that was back in the 80s like it's we're in 2021 (laughs) so you're gonna say 2020 no no i know it feels like it Right? We're in 2021. Mm. We have so much technology. We're so advanced now. It definitely doesn't take that fucking long. So I think that you can really start to like peel back the layers of conditioning and start living more so in alignment with who you truly are as quickly as you can. I think you just start, you always start with one step and don't overwhelm yourself. Don't try to go from zero to 100. Just try to go from zero to one. What is one thing that you can do to start? if you're a generator or if I'm a manifesting generator, starting to respond to life and respond to the world around me. So how long have you known about human design? So it's like two years now. Yeah. 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 Do you feel you've, what point do you feel you're at now on that journey? I'm still, I'm still trying to like integrate Mm -hmm. with myself and I'm still trying to both decondition and learn at the same time. I think I just need to focus on one. So, like, I'm going to do everything. I'm going to go from A to Z all over again. Classic manifesting generator, yeah. honestly. Like, I do, I I don't know if I said I have a fashion line, I read human design charts, and I have a corporate job, like, <laughs> and a toddler. And you're a mom. Yeah, I don't know. I'm really fucking random. So, like, it's just, it's, I've come to learn to love that about myself. Yeah. I am just going to be random as fuck and multi-passionate, and that's just who I am. So how your question sorry i got lost in that train of thought um, how we can start to embody it yeah so oh, no, where what, i am where yeah because you've been doing it for two ish years now two ish year and years. i'm still i'm still going with deconditioning yeah. like i'm just i'm still peeling off the layers i'm starting to i was a really big people pleaser yes right huge that's what yes i'm starting person. to realize huge yes person and now mm. i'm starting to stand in my power and if something doesn't light me up I'm going to say no. Mm. Yeah. I wonder if that comes with age as well, though. Definitely. Mm, It'll definitely come with age. And Mm. then I think this is just complimentary. Yeah. 
definitely. I also feel that people pleasing comes with um, how you want to be perceived with other people if you feel like, um, you know, oh, I want to do this, but actually does my body feel right? No, like even when going back to eating and exercising, like I want to look a certain way to please a certain person. Mm -hmm. Like that's just so against how we should be. Totally. But we're conditioned to think like that. Totally. Yeah. And there's actually in human design, you can tell like mm. if you have an open heart or a defined heart. Oh. So it's because that's your also your center of willpower too. So people with open hearts don't have consistent access to willpower. That's something that can wow. be learned. But then, so for example, I have an open heart and it, I, so I don't have that consistent access to that willpower. That surprises me about you. But I but can anyway. learn it. Yeah. So I can learn how to be more disciplined and have willpower. My partner, for example, he's fucking psycho. He gets up at 5.30 every morning and goes for a run and just ran a 100-kilometer race because that was super fun. And he can just, like, get up and do stuff. And he has a defined heart center. And that consistent flow of willpower is always available to him. And it confuses the fuck out of me because sometimes I just want to stay in bed. Like, yeah. <laughs> not do that. But not everyone's built that way. And mm -hmm. that's okay. But that's also your superpower. I think your open centers are such an opportunity for you to learn and master something and then share that with the world. Because you have a system for how you've learned and mastered that thing. Whereas somebody who has fixed and reliable and consistent access to it, they don't know. They were born with it. Yeah such a superpower and such an opportunity and so for people that don't know about it they can just go online they can check it out is there anything any tools or anything that you have or anything that you can help them with if they want to reach out to you or yeah for sure so i do offer readings um definitely start with the foundational reading um I offer them through I don't actually have a website because <laughs> I do a fucking lot of things and a website for human design did not has not popped up on the radar yet so it's been really lovely I've been growing like mm. organically just by referrals of people who I've read and they're like oh my god you need to go get a reading which is actually quite nice it's actually really nice <laughs> yeah I'm like oh maybe I won't get a website I eventually will um but you can reach out to me um I'm always on Instagram DM Jordana Phillips uh, J-O-R-D-A-N-N-A -N -N -A, Phillips with two L's um, you can check out my clothing line which is stevie.aura A-U-R-A on Instagram too um, or www.stevieaura.com but definitely reach out to DM me on Instagram if you want a reading or if you want to find out more exciting so good girl. is there anything else you feel you want to kind of share today I feel like that was a lot of information that's a lot like i'm sorry <laughs> if i confuse the fuck out of you guys like my bad my bad guys <laughs> with no notes brought with you oh my god no notes it's this big brain of information <laughs> that i learned really quickly and i might not be into it tomorrow so sorry that's <laughs> just how i'm designed <laughs> you, if you dm jordana in like three months time she'll be back into it so she'll probably reply to you then i'll be back don't worry <laughs> Oh my God. Thanks for coming, darling. Thank you for having, having me. me today. Thank you for having <laughs> me. Oh, this is so good. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm excited. This is fun. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Love Thanks, you girl. so much. Love you. <laughs>Hey guys, thank you for listening today. Um, if you want to know more about your human design, slide into Jordana's DMs, uh, which are in the show notes below, as well as check out her sustainable fashion brand, Stevie Aura, which I've also put the details in the show notes. I really feel like as soon as you learn more about your energetic 
alignment from your human design, you actually really begin to make a shift for the better. Even if that's just starting from one basic new change from your human design, as Jordana explains in today's show, can really make a significant difference to your mind, your body, and just how you feel about yourself. So it's definitely worth checking out. And yeah, thanks for listening today, guys. And I'll speak to you all next week. Sending you lots of love. Thank you.